0: Tell us why. Why do people choose to hold back instead of choosing to be seen?
1: People hold back instead of choosing to be seen because they think they have more time than they actually do. They tend to believe that this moment in front of them is going to happen again and that they can just do it the next time. They also think that the other person should feel differently and somehow the person in front of them should be the one to go first. But if we look at what happened when we were little kids, for example, if you're waiting to go first, you may not get picked. You'll be the person on the sidelines while everybody else is on the field. There's also an element of lack of gratitude when you hold back instead of being seen. Showing up as the version of yourself that you have been blessed to be. So I believe it's a little bit disrespectful to the universe and to God to hold back, to not be seen, and to wait and go last.
0: What is feminine energy?
1: Feminine energy is the force that you create from. It is the force that you connect to in order to create anything in your life. Everything in the universe is born of creativity, born of feminine energy.
0: Do you think people are afraid of feminine energy?
1: Yes, I do believe that people are afraid of feminine energy for a variety of reasons. Some of those reasons are conscious and most are unconscious. The conscious reasons for it is that when you think of feminine energy regardless if you know that it is what has created the entire universe, you automatically have a hunch that it has something to do with being exposed, something to do with being open, something to do with being vulnerable. And if you are a person that fears those states of being, then you will fear feminine energy.
0: Do you think people confuse feminine energy with sex?
1: Yes, I do believe that people confuse feminine energy for sex. And part of the reason why people confuse feminine energy for sex is because we have moved into a space where sensuality is a thing of the past. Sensualness and sex are not the same thing. Sensuality is closer to feminine energy because it involves creativity. To be sensual, you must have a creative element. To have sex, all you need is friction. You don't necessarily have to be creative to have sex. The problem with mistaken feminine energy for sexual energy is that you limit what you can create in your life, and you limit what you can create with another person, and you 100% limit how much you can experience, receive, and give love.
0: Why is it so hard for women to love themselves?
1: It's hard for women to love themselves because they are constantly looking for a reflection. And our society has done nothing but magnify that. So there's this incessant need for it to be affirmed by someone or something in the external world. So if someone isn't telling me that I'm lovable, then somehow I don't believe that I'm lovable. But the most amazing thing about understanding the feminine energy that is running through your veins, ladies and men, is that the universe is responding to you. You will never be loved any more than you can actually love yourself. You might love yourself and be in a negative situation with people who can't appreciate your love, but the amount that you can love yourself will never be superseded or exceeded by something outside of you. You have to go first. You have to believe that you're lovable. You have to demonstrate that you're lovable. Do you demonstrate this in front of other people? No, you demonstrate it to yourself. I used to say that in order to have self-esteem, you had to express self-esteemable acts and that's how you built your self-esteem. So every single day you should do a self-esteemable act, be it mirror talk, be it exercise, be it mindful bathing, a practice that I've shared with my students many times over the years. The more you treat yourself with love, the more your entire being resonates that level that level of frequency of love, and then that can be reflected back. But if you look at it from the opposite way, where your day is made because someone else noticed you, then that means that you will go unnoticed. The second part of this piece about self-love for women, I'm just talking about the women right now, is it takes effort. So you can't be lazy and love yourself. You can't just dial it in with your words and read affirmations. You actually have to put the effort in. If you have a dog, a lot of people have animals. If you have a dog, you have to take the dog outside or at least let the dog outside, which would require opening up a door of some sort. So it takes effort to love yourself. One of the things about all of the augmentations that young people or people in general can do right now is that they're shortcuts. And so, yeah, you could go and you could get whatever injections, you could get whatever augmentations, we'll just say that, that you choose to, but you're going to be left with yourself after the newness of it wears off. So you can't get around being you. You can't shortcut the evolutionary process of why you are here on this planet. That's impossible. Your soul is here on a journey, and that journey is far more expansive than your own personal appearance. So all the shortcuts that give you a temporary Band-Aid, even if it's just you hook up with someone, maybe you do find someone that notices you, and you get to hook up with them. And for that moment or for that night or for that whatever amount of time, usually it's not even a night from what I'm hearing from the younger people that are using these apps. I know it's not just young people that are doing this. But the point is this. After that happens... You're left with yourself. Because guess what? That's the name of the game. The whole name of the game down here is self. Know thyself. And you cannot shortcut that process. You will never be here in this game, on this planet, in this life, and not be you. You don't get to get out of being you. But what you do get to do is to get really, 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 really good at being you. And that's a really, really good use of feminine energy,
0: the energy that creates worlds. Do you think men have trouble with self-love?
1: Oh, I absolutely think, believe, and know that men have problems with self-love. Self-love and love. It's an, it's an absolute 100% epidemic. You know, they say that there are certain cities... And I've been to several of them, London, Seattle. These are places that people have what they call vitamin D deficiency because the sun doesn't shine as often as it does in other places. And this planet is inside of a love deficiency, a love deficiency. And I don't mean the, lo- I don't mean the polite PC pasted on love. I talk about that. I'm not talking about that right now. That's the kind that isn't working. That's the kind that is not working, okay? Now... There is a kind that will work, and that one is rooted in openness, honesty, vulnerability. I like the honesty piece. It takes so much courage to live an honest existence on this planet. To be able to admit to yourself and to another human being how you really feel. It takes a lot of courage, but guess what? The universe is listening, the universe and, and all sorts of galaxies all the way through this reality and beyond, this lifetime and the future lifetimes that you will experience going forward, they're all listening to you in every now, and every now. So if you finally cry out and say, I need help, or I love you, or I want this, or I am this, or I must, I will, I can. When you allow yourself the space and you step into the natural ability that you have to utter those words, well, those words go out into and through infinity. And that changes the trajectory of your tomorrows. But if you hold back, if you bite your tongue, if you pretend that where you are right now is enough, you will experience another tomorrow just like today. So men having a problem or difficulties with self-love, we are seeing a rise of that in a reactionary way when it comes to the feminist movement, which in many ways lacks all sorts of feminine energy, by the way. You can't use masculine energy to become, to have more space in your life where feminine energy flows. It's impossible. However, this is where we are. Now, men are suffering, and I'm not a man. I'm, a, I'm very welcome for men to have this discussion with me. So I'm not speaking as a man. I am speaking from a person who is extremely sensitive. And can see things. And if you're listening to this, then you already know that. So it's from a bird's eye view, so to speak. A cosmic lens. A channeling of sorts. That is what a teacher is here to do. To notice. To shift. And so I do work with men. And I do hear their feedback about how they can show up and ask for what they want. And what that looks like in terms of self-love. And part of the reason why they feel that way is for the exact same reason that the women feel that way. See, if you go to India, if you even look at how the world came into being from a scientific standpoint, or if you look at it from a more religious standpoint in the Bible, it all starts with sound. So be it a Big Bang, the sound of Om, the the Holy One speaking the world into existence in seven days, starting out with the phrase, let there be light. If you look at any of these doctrines, you will see that sound, the utterance of one's truth is absolutely necessary to create, to attract to magnetize, to materialize what it is that you want in your life. And you, my dear, are the microcosm of the macrocosm called life. You are that important and you are that magnetic. And that means that you can attract and you can be attractive To the things, the people, the situations, and the opportunities that you want to unfold as your life.
0: What would you tell younger generations about beauty?
1: What I would tell the younger generations about beauty, for the most part, is that you are facing in the wrong direction. When it comes to beauty, you are facing in the wrong direction. See, if beauty becomes only limited to matter, which is your body, which is your face, mostly this is about the face for the younger generations, you're facing in the wrong direction because it's too limited. If you approach beauty from an energetic standpoint, then you have lots of options. You have lots of power. You can wield and, and shield and shape situations and events, and parties and get-togethers, being at home alone with your friends. You can shape these things into beautiful experiences that you will remember for the rest of your life. But if the consumerist, addictive aspect of society can grab hold to your young mind and make you believe that beauty is about matter and matter alone, which is your skin and bones and what you put on it, then you lose because it's too small. It's too finite and it is going to decay. If you start with the flesh and the skin and the bones and you decide that either that makes you more beautiful or less beautiful, you lose. Because every single day, all aspects of matter decay. But energy, energy is neither created nor destroyed. Energy. And if you can allow yourself to shift What you understand about beauty shift how you interact with beauty from an energetic standpoint, you will find so much beauty within yourself and within this world that it will blow your mind. Your confidence level will shoot through the roof. Can somebody say yummy, (laughs) y'all? It will shoot through the roof, darling, and you will no longer fear the next year, because you will be in control of matter, your matter, your body, your face, in ways that you could not ever buy from a beauty store or a beauty website or a beauty retail seller. Being attractive is a feeling. And when you make feeling connected, To your personal energy a priority. You magnify your personal energy. And when you magnify your personal energy, you become more magnetic. And if you want to know more about how to become more magnetic, well then just visit GetDeliciousWisdom.com and sign up for the Delicious Tribe weekly updates. Keep it yummy, y'all.